Hey there, my name is David Kozlowski and you're listening to the Peru Travel Podcast, a show where we talk all about Peru travel. Between my co-host Kevin Girl and myself, we have over six years of working experience in the Peru travel industry. We've developed a business called Kachi Life that helps push the limits of sustainable tourism and provides help and support to those surrounding communities that otherwise don't benefit from the travel industry. We are Kachi Life and this is the Peru Travel Podcast. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to the Peru Travel Podcast. I'm your host, David Kozlowski. Alongside of me is Kevin Grow. Today, we're doing a 10-day trip itinerary to Peru. That means that we're going to give you a complete guide, 10 days, and we're actually going to split this up into two different podcasts. We're going to do an adventure podcast for a 10-day itinerary for adventurists, like the adventure types, if you will. And we're also going to do another one that is for cultural, uh, more... Chill experience. Is that right, Kev? Yeah. I mean, if you're, we're, you know, one, the kids doing the adventure, going parasailing, things like that, doing, doing something crazy, sandboarding versus. Did you, you say know, kids? Yeah. Like, the kids. We're, like, how are you defining kids now? You're 30, 30 plus Six years, years old. old. Okay. All right. <laughs> versus uh, people that, you know, aren't really interested in doing four day tracks or, you know, bungee jumping or. Sure. You know, sure. You like the museums. Cool. Well, before we get started, we got some cleanup work. Uh, first off, we've got a Facebook group. If you're new to the Peru Travel Podcast, check out our Facebook group. It is Peru Tips for Travelers. It's on Facebook. It's a great community, great place for people to ask questions. No one makes fun of anybody. There's no advertisement going on. It's a great place. Go check it out. Add it. That's our plug for the Peru Tips for Travelers Facebook group. Also, uh, looks like we've got a some reviews we're going to check out and kind of give you guys a little bit of uh, some love because we've mentioned in the past, if you leave a review, we will post it or talk about it rather. So Kevin's going to pull up his two favorite reviews in a second, and I'm going to do a quick plug for if you are going to Peru, there is a business that we started called Kachi Life. That's why we started the Peru Tips for Travelers podcast. Kachi Life is based around sustainable tourism. The reason we started it was when we went to the Inca Trail, we met a guy named David, and David sort of changed our lives, and we wanted to help him and his family, and after this experience, we started Kachi with David, partnering up with him, and it's been great. We've been running for about three years now, and things are going good, and we love it, and we love helping people. Ryan Community is involved with this. And uh, Ryan Community is a great tour that we offer where basically we send people to a local community, get their real authentic Keshwa experience. Shameless plug is Kachi Life. I've been throwing it like crazy. We got some reviews, though, we're going to go into as we're pulling up those. Kevin, what do you got? So we have, a, we have one review from a guy named Fortnite Jock. Uh, gave a great review. Fortnite. Yeah. I wonder if he plays Fortnite. I've never think? played. I've never played. You so. ever played? Uh-uh. Dude, I think you like, it's like kind of like uh, Minecraft with like a bunch of killing, I think. <laughs> I, I don't really know. I know, you just, I know you build stuff and I know that's like uh, Battle Royale. Yeah, I thought, yeah, you build, yeah, I thought you just kill things in Fortnite. I think you build stuff too. Oh, really? I have no idea. It's the kids would know. Yeah, the, the kids, kids would know. The kids would know. This is the kid episode, remember. <laughs> so they'll, they'll tell us. They'll write in and they'll tell us. So first review from uh, Fortnite Jock. Uh, he goes, uh, I'll listen to the rest of the series just because I'm trying to learn as much as possible for my trip in two months. Um, so me and he's going in October, uh, right now, uh, these guys are down to earth, which I prefer over stuffy and sterile. Uh, they don't claim to be bilingual experts or geniuses. Not at all. So I wasn't expecting everything to be grammatically correct, which we're going to butcher some names in this episode here. Always. Um, we stay butchering names. Yeah. Yeah. We're trying. We're learning. We're learning. David says we need to learn Spanish anyway. So 
Yeah, sure that German <laughs> anyway, everything else. Okay. So he goes, uh, though I did laugh super hard when in the first episode they were trying to pronounce Bjorn baby backpacks. Uh Bjorn. That was hilarious. Do you think he meant Deuter? I thought it was Deuter that we were talking about. I don't remember ever talking about Bjorn. I don't even know what that is. It sounds like a, a oh, it's a baby pack. So that's what okay. Alright, whatever. Yeah. I got nothing. So yeah, that's that's the that's the review we got there. Cool. Again, if you guys throw reviews, you can throw us a five star. We'll, we'll, we'll even read the bad one, though. You know, when oh, they're like, when oh. they're like, this is a catastrophe, and you don't know how to say Spanish words. Yeah, yeah. Those those are my favorite. Well, we don't claim to be Spanish experts, but it's all right. Anyways, guys, let's get into the ten day itinerary for the peru adventure itinerary and if you guys want this itinerary after we're done go ahead and leave a comment uh shoot us an email or hit us up on the facebook group and just ask we want the itinerary in a pdf form we're going to definitely print these puppies off if you want one let us know otherwise we're just going to keep it hang on to it until somebody says hey i want that all right all right kev so break it down day one what do we got so day one i mean you're you're arriving in lima that's just that's just what it comes down to. You're you're coming into Lima super late. All the flights come in at like eleven p.m. Did they all come in at eleven? Like, is that? I mean, just if, the states or yeah, uh, from the states. Yeah, from the states. If you're coming from the states, they're coming in. A lot of them are coming in really, really late. Okay, so yeah. most flights coming in at nighttime. Yeah, so you're probably gonna go pass out. Yep. Um, if you do get there a little bit earlier, though, however, you know, there's you got a couple different options. You know, you can you're probably gonna get there. In the afternoon, if you're getting there earlier. Okay. And what do we... I arrive in the, in the afternoon. What am I doing? Um, so, you know, you probably just want to do something kind of chill. Um, you know, you could rent some bikes along the mirror... If you get down to Miraflores. If you're staying in Miraflores. Okay. Miraflores. Where do we Where do we rent bikes? Uh, just along the boardwalk down there. There's a bunch of different... different uh, bike shops. If you're not familiar with the boardwalk, I'm assuming you just walk to the ocean. Yeah, just head towards <laughs> the ocean. You'll see it. Got it. Check. Yeah. Get to Lima, go to Mila Flores, walk to the ocean, get a bike. Yep. And then just ride up and down Mila Flores. All right. Yeah. Um, so that's where, that's probably where I would start. Just, you know, uh, leisurely stroll through, through the different areas. Check it out. Okay. Get acquainted. Okay. And let's hypothetically say that we get there. It's like nine o'clock. I don't want to go biking. It's dark out. My first kind of thing that I like to do is I like to get some food. Yeah, no, totally agree. I mean, new country, new cuisine. Yeah. Let's let's dine out. Where, yeah. where, where can we pick out first let's, night let's there? Let's dig in. Um, there's a bunch of different. There's good places in Miraflores. Uh, um, one that's really cool is there's a if you're staying in Miraflores, which is kind of the you know tour, a little bit of a touristy district. Um, it's touristy, scale. but it's like it's a nicer place to stay, right? Yeah, it's nicer. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, and it's not when we say nicer, it's not really expensive in the, in the grand scheme of what you would pay for a hotel. And I mean, we're in Nashville. Nashville's more expensive than Mila Flores. Right. I mean, that's where your, your, your areas of like the Hilton are going to be. And you know, sure. And still like the that. prices are pretty right. Affordable. Yeah. It's like affordable. we stayed in Airbnb. I don't remember what we spent, but it was less than a hundred bucks a night. Yeah, no, it's, it's good. And it was a three bedroom Airbnb. Yeah. So, it was nice. It was yeah. Super nice. Um, so there, if you're in Mir- Mira Flores, there's actually a really cool pyramid. That's a mirror for us. Hold on. What about the restaurants? There's a, there's a restaurant there. Oh, yeah. Oh, you're, you're like, okay, got, going, man, you got something, you got something to do and you got a restaurant. Okay. We're on a 10 day itinerary. We're going, we're going to, we're going to, you know, be efficient here. <laughs> we're going to see sites and eat at the same time. Word. Okay. All so right. Waka Pukiana. I think I got that right. 
I hope, man, <laughs> it tore up. <laughs> so it's it's a it's a Incan uh, pyramid site, but there's also a, a pretty nice restaurant in uh, at the at the historical site. Okay, and it's it's good Peruvian food. All right, and if, if we're spe- if we're speaking of experience, do you by chance remember the name of the tapas bar that we went to our second trip to Lima? I don't. I don't remember the, the name. The, of the problem tapas is bar. like there's so many great restaurants, and you you stumble upon them. I think if you go to Google, type in a restaurant, the chance of finding something good, provided that there's good reviews. I mean, this tapas bar we like stumbled upon it. It was delicious. It was great. Right, and the places, the restaurants in Lima are open super late. So even if you're arriving late, I mean, yeah. hit the restaurants up. It, it's a cuisine capital of the world. So yeah, seriously. I, I would, I wouldn't stress it. This is not something like that's uh, since we're talking about Peru travel real quick, plug on Lima is like you're in Lima. Try to enjoy it. The food is amazing. Don't just see a city and go, Oh, there's nothing for me to do. Or I want to go to the clubs or whatever. Get some food. Because the food is incredible in Lima. That's the best ceviche I've ever had in my entire life. Mangoes, right? Wasn't the name Mangoes for a brunch one time? Yeah, Mangoes. Uh huh. Mangoes was sick. Yeah. That was really good. Really yeah. good brunch. I'm surprised you remember that. I couldn't remember the name. <laughs> I was trying to remember when you asked earlier. Yeah. Wow. I don't know how I remember it either. <laughs> um, I guess another option is uh, a good good area to see if you know if you, if you're not you know because you're probably going to fly out the next day to Cusco if you're on a ten day itinerary. Um, you can hit up the Barranco. Uh, neighborhood, okay, uh, which is pretty cool neighborhood as well. So it's Bronco. Um, so it's a it's an area between Miraflores and Air, the airport. Miraflores is about a forty five minute drive. Uh, Bronco's in between, so it's 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 uh, a little bit less. Um, but that is basically the Archie Archie district. Um, so you're gonna probably there's some good sites to see there. Uh, you visit uh, Catholic Cathedral. Um, there is a bridge that was built in 1903 called the Puente de los Superos. Um, sorry, not in 1903, 1876, excuse me. Um, <laughs> but it was built to, uh, join the end, ends of the gorge in the area, but it's, it's pretty romantic area. So if you're going with your, your boyfriend or girlfriend, hit it up. I have so many things. Why didn't we go, Kev? Uh, I thought we were in a serious bromance and you're not, <laughs> you're not taking me to romance. You took me to a penis museum called Museo What? Yeah. Do you remember the museum that you took me to? You say Alarco. Yeah. You took me there, but you need to take me to this? Yeah. No. Yeah. Okay. All right. Whatever. <laughs> if you don't know what I'm talking about, you're going to have to go back on podcast. Uh, day two. Day two. Day two. We're just going to skip that. Um, <laughs> day two, you were flying to uh, uh, Cusco. Um, you're going to want to leave really early because a lot of the flights in... To they get Cusco delayed. get delayed. Yeah, they canceled. get delayed or canceled. And yeah. even still, like we've... One of the times we went, we got rerouted to, what was it? Uh, Arequipa. 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 And we stayed there literally on the plane for about three hours. Yeah. Just sitting on, on the, the runway. runway. Like, it was ridiculous. Yep. So, flying in early, you're not going to have much time once you actually get there because you're going to enter your hotel and all that stuff. So, I'd recommend probably doing a Cusco City tour. Okay. a half-day tour. Yeah. Uh, you're going to see a few different sites, a few different rooms sitting around, around Cusco. Okay. And that's why you should do it because the ruins. Yeah, I mean, it, if you're hiking, you're going to have to acclimate anyway. You might as well do something. Yeah, sure. Move around a little bit. Yeah. So that's day two. So day three. Uh, again, this is a 10 day, 10 day trip. So if you, you got more time, you can do the full Inca Trail. But day three, you're going to do a Sacred Valley tour. That's what I'd recommend for this next step. Okay. Uh, reason for that is because if you're going to probably do the short Inca Trail coming up, um, but the Sacred Valley is in between the start of. The Inca Trail and Cusco. So see some of the sites. See Chinchero, 
the Pisac Market, Ointantambo, a few different ruin sites in around uh, around the Sacred Valley. It's pretty cool. What was your favorite? Um, probably Ointantambo. This it's city, a, it's a yeah, it's a it's a big big ruin site. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's one of the bigger ones. I think if I go back, I want to see the salt mines. Oh, totally. Uh-huh. Yeah, like that's the that's the one that. In June, when we go back, rather, that's what I want to see. Yeah, salt mines are still used. I mean, they're they're still getting salt out of it. It's cool. Um, yeah, it's, it's really it's, cool. It's really cool. You get a little. Each family can get a little plot. Wait, what? Yeah, there. Uh, currently, in modern day uh, uh, Peru, there's it's it's still actively mined, and yeah, there's yeah. a fam- Each family can get a little plot. You you might see on the pictures a little square. Yeah, that's the plot. So what do they? Do you know much about this? Like, real, like a little bit. So, do you you purchase a plot? Um, that I don't know if it's purchased or if it's it's just been handed down. So, like, but are you selling the salt, or is it something that you just use for your home? Both. Really? Yeah. I mean, you can get. Uh, there's also like a gift shop there that that families, you know, they're they're making chocolate with salted salted chocolate. Oh, I love salted yeah. chocolate, man. Sweet and salty yeah. mix. It's so good. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> All right, day four, short Inca Trail, right? Yep, short Inca Trail, uh, because once again, you don't have enough time to do the full Inca Trail, especially if you want to hit a few few different sites in, in Peru, uh, make use good use of your time. So short Inca Trail is two days, uh, one night. Uh, first day is the last day of the standard four-day Inca Trail. So sure. you're, you're hitting probably the most beautiful sites on the Inca Trail, honestly. Uh, you're hitting uh, the Cloud Forest uh, and it's really cool. There's just clouds like ground level with you yeah. walking around them. So real quick, short anchor trails, how many days? Short anchor trails, two day, one night. Two day, one night. So you would start at day four and you would still day five, you would end up at Machu Picchu. Exactly. Yep. Okay. So, yep. So day five is you're of the short anchor trail. You're, you spend the night in a hotel. Okay. So you're hiking the first day. Yep. You know, seeing, getting a good, good, uh, good mix of what the anchor trail is, but then, Day five is spending the day at Machu Picchu. It's, it's all Machu Picchu day five. Okay. So rewind quick. Let's say that we wanted to do the real Inca trail. What day would that put us at? So we started, we're again, we're just to recap for everyone that's listening. Day one, you're flying into Lima. Day two, you're flying to Cusco. Three, you're doing Sacred Valley. Four, you do short Inca trail. However, if you were to do the regular Inca trail, what day would you get spit out at to Machu Picchu? So starting on day four. So you got, uh, Let's see, four, five, six. You're going to be out on to Machu Picchu on day seven. Okay, so you're losing a little bit of time. Yeah, you're losing time. I mean, you can do it. You can definitely do it, but you're going to have to cut out some other really cool sites in Peru. What if you did? What if you started on day three, then you'd be ending day six? Yeah, you can cut out Sacred Valley tour. Okay, would yeah. you recommend that? Um, I don't think I would. There's a lot of really cool things to see in the in the Sacred Valley. Even if you're a big avid hiker. I mean. Again, we're we're doing it for the kids, so it's adventurous here. So you can throw on that, get that quad bike, do an ATV yeah, sacred okay. tour. That's so, right, you could. So yeah, we're yeah, keep, there we're is Sacred Valley. There is an ATV uh, Sacred Valley tour that we offer, and is it's a little cooler than just your traditional Sacred Valley walking tour, I guess. Right. right? right. <laughs> but with that, you're going to be hitting up uh, more of the salt mines and, and Moras. Sure, sure. Um, cool. So, Maras. so day five, you got all day at Machu Picchu. You hang out Machu Picchu. I'm assuming you're heading home that night. You're heading home. Um, you can also hit up Huayna uh, Picchu that day five at, at uh, if you really want to do some more hiking, seeing Machu Picchu from bird, bird, bird's eye view. Excuse me. Yeah. And if you uh, if you listen to the Jet on a Jet Plane podcast, that place is crazy. 
like super sketch, stares yeah. of death, heart attack moments, find a rock. Cause you know, you got to find a rock to sit on. Right. That was the, right. the epic moment of that podcast. Right. Right. Uh, day six. So day six. So we had a couple different options to go with this. Uh, we are flying back to Lima. And the reason for that is because again, this is the adventurous itinerary. I mean, yeah, you could go to Puno, things like that, but that's, that's a little bit more of the non-adventurous type. And the reason we're doing that is because eventually we want, we want to get to Ica and, uh, do some pretty fun stuff there. Okay. So day six, you're flying back to Lima and you have an option of doing something like parasailing that day in Lima. Okay. I don't care about par- parasailing. What am I doing? Uh, you, I mean, yeah, you could give yourself a break, but, uh, you could go to like some of the museums, maybe hit up some of the, you know, like the big time. Foodie. I'm talking like, yeah, I was like, that's what I'd be doing. Yeah. I want to get, right. I want to get that belly game on. Right. Right. Dad bod full effect. No kids, but I'm going to yeah, do it. You might want to give yourself a little recovery day. Okay. Cool. And as we progress. So basically you got your, you're, you're going to wake up really early day seven. Okay. Because you're going to want to get, uh, get down to, uh, uh, Belestas and, Excuse me, Ballestas and Wakachina. Um, so you can do that in, in, uh, you can do all this in two days. We can get back to Lima in time for a flight out. So you're saying Ballestas, is that the same as Ica? No. So Ballestas is kind of like the Galapagos of Peru. What? Yeah. So it's, it's a little island. Um, basically, uh, you take a speedboat and you kind of drive around it and you can see different wildlife on the island and, it's pretty cool. How far is that from Ica? Um, so Ica in total, I don't know the, the time from Ica, but from Lima to Ica is roughly six hours. In Belista? On a, on a bus. But yes, it's in, is it in between. It's stop in between. Okay. Got it. Got it. So you're, you're doing this. You're not going to Ica. No, you still are. Yeah. You are. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. All right. So you're still going to Ica, but you're going to this Galapagos Islands of Peru, if you will. Yep. What's, what are the, I mean, when we talk about Galapagos Islands, one of the biggest things that we talk about are the animals. Like, what do we got here at, uh, Ballestas? Is it Ballestas? Am I saying it right? Ballestas. But, yeah, okay. That one right there. Ballestas. <laughs> um, mostly it's for the speedboat ride. We're doing adventure stuff. Oh, okay. All right, man. Whatever. Seen, cool. You've seen some animals, seen, you seen some birds, seen some, birds. you know, cool. Wildlife. Birds. Um, there's, so on Ballestas, I mean, different animals you're going to see is, you know, there's, you got penguins, you got sea lions, pelicans, penguins, dolphins, um, you know, depending on the time of year, you, you might even see some humpback whales when you're on the, on the boat. Okay, cool. What else we got? Um, and then you're going to try to get to, you're going to continue on. You're going to go to get to Ica. All right. So what's the difference between Ica and Wakachina? So Ica is the main town that you're driving to from Lima, the six hour drive. Okay. Uh, it's just, there's really not much to see there, to be honest. Um, if you're a tourist. If you're a tourist. Okay. Um, if you're a tourist and you're going, you're going to take a little five to 10 minute drive and you're going to hit up Wakachina. Okay. Which is the oasis in the middle of the desert. Exactly. There's, you know, there's Got it. mass, it's the largest sand dunes in South America. Um, and then it's, there's a little town in it around the sand dunes. And that's where you can get your board game on. Yeah. You're, you're going to sandboarding. You're going to do some dune buggies. So I'm a pretty, I'm a pretty decent snowboarder. Like I'm all right. You think I'll be all right with sandboarding or no? No, it's different. Yeah, I figured you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna fall. Of course, of course. <laughs> Does is there any similarities between sandboarding and snowboarding? I mean, you're on a board. 
<laughs> snowboard. All right, we're going that route. I mean, like, is it is you're it going downhill using gravity? Everything that people that have talked about it, though is it like similar. Like, do you? I mean, the skill. I suppose the skill transfers a little, over a little bit, but I mean, I've heard so many people say they're snowboarders and they still fall. Crazy. Yeah, I, I bet you. I have to guess that falling in sand's got to suck a lot more in snow, just because uh, sand gets in your shorts and stuff. Oh, I'm sure that's yeah, size and all that stuff doesn't melt. Yeah. All right, let's progress. So we figured out the difference here. We were Wachina. We're done with day seven. Yep. What we had to day eight. So day eight, you're going to wake up really early again and you're going to drive down to Nazca because you want to see the Nazca lines, take the flight over the, and over those the are, those are crazy in general. You know, those are the, what the, uh, there's a, a thought process that the United States or whoever makes movies actually built the alien off of the Nazca lines. <laughs> oh boy. No, I'm serious. Like, have you seen the, the alien one? The yeah. Nazca lines? Uh-huh. Like that's supposedly where they came up with this idea of like a Martian with the way a Martian looks. Huh? Cause it looks similar to, like the Nazca line, Alien Martian looks similar to like aliens that we create in like whatever cartoons and stuff. Huh. Interesting. Yeah, that's, there's a bunch. There's a bunch of different things. That's yeah. what David told me. I'm just throwing that out there. I remember David yeah. telling me that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's cool. Looks cool. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I don't really care. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's it's really cool. I mean, you got these massive, massive. What would you call them? Massive uh, geoglyphs. Yeah, I think it's like term. technical term. Yeah. So they were, and they were also created before like 500 BC, which is I couldn't do that today. Now, granted, I'm not an artist in general. I can't barely draw a circle. But it's pretty incredible that they like did these crazy designs without anything for a thousand years because it was 500 BC to 500 AD. They didn't have any GPS, no Google Maps to help build them. Yeah, no John Deere tractors. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so there's different. We need to join your backlink now. <laughs> yeah, there's different. There's different shapes. I mean, the most of them are just straight lines. That's the massive majority of them. Okay. But then there's some really intricate ones, such as like you know, as you were, you were saying, uh, Martian or a person. Sure. Uh, there's you know, bird. There's spider. There's fish. There's bird. <laughs> there's monkey. There's monkey. Um, lizard, dog. There's all kinds of like really intricate ones. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. All right. Day nine. Uh, at that point. So you're driving back to Lima and you're going to get back really late. So day, On nine, day nine or day you driving back day. Eight you're driving back. Okay. Got yeah. it. Um, and then day nine. Uh, I mean, from there you kind of just, I mean, you've been waking up really early. You're probably going to want a little recovery, you know, just hit up some museums, Museo Larco. I mean, you, I mean, could you go home this day? Yeah, you could, you could go home, but I mean, there's still stuff to see in Lima. I went, I went to skip Lima, you know, I'd see, I'd see some things there. Hit up some of the restaurants. Yeah. I mean, if you're a kid, you can go to a nightclub. Yeah. I mean, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Screw slaves. Go parties. Yeah. We're doing it for the kids. So that's cool. Hit so just, just to recap on everything that we've talked about, we're going to go quick, do a quick little rundown. So day one, you're arriving into Lima. You're going to be hitting it up really late. That means that you can either, if you do arrive early, you can rent some bikes, check out the boardwalk, kind of take a chill day, get that jet lag off. Day two, you're flying out to Cusco. You're probably going to get up really early because flights are often delayed or canceled. Day three, you're going to go to Sacred Valley and do a Sacred Valley tour. Or at that point, you could start your Inca Trail tour if you wanted to do the longer version. Day four, you're going to do short Inca Trail. Following that, day five, you're going to arrive in Machu Picchu. Day six, you're going to fly back to Lima, at which point you're going to get there at a decent time. So you can do some parasailing, go check out some food options walk around town. You can rent bikes again if you wanted to kind of a day just for you to relax. Day seven, you're waking up super early. 
Okay. Going to Wachina and Ballestas. Going to Ballestas, which is the Peru Galapagos Islands. And uh, Wachina is the oasis in the middle of the desert outside of Ica. Then day eight, you're going to take up the Nazca lines from an airplane, which are flipping sweet. Following that day nine, you're heading back to Lima. Excuse me, you're gonna, you have head back to, to Lima on day eight, the end of day eight. On day nine, you got a chill day to kind of check out some museums, eat some good food, go drinking, whatever it is you want to do. Day 10, you hop into that plane, you fly home. That's your 10 day itinerary. And that's the bottom line. All right, I'm not going to do that. That, that, that. That's the 10 day itinerary. That's the kid itinerary. <laughs> that's the kid itinerary. And Everybody's. that means the next itinerary that's coming up, which is, that's, it's anybody's itinerary. Right, right. <laughs> the, the one coming up next is uh, going to be for the non adventurous, people who kind of don't want to go hiking. I mean, how would you describe it? Like more just chill? Uh, it's the itinerary that I'm planning for my parents when when they go to, to oh, Peru. Oh, <laughs> man, the parents. Okay. My mom is not going to be. Sandboarding? No, what's, probably what's, not. She's had a hip replacement. I so mean. if you're if you're if you've got a hip replacement, this next <laughs> podcast is totally for you. That's that's what we gather. I wonder if we can get some uh, sponsorship from like like a medical like <laughs> hip replacement company. Oh man, cool. Well, thanks, Kev, for taking the time to write that up again. If you guys want to see this itinerary written out in a PDF format, let us know. We'll definitely get it doctored up, get it looking pretty, and send it off for free. That's about it. If you guys are booking your trip, you want to book through us, let us know. KachiLife.com. Again, I'm David Kozlowski. Kevin Grill. All right. We'll see you guys later. Take care. <laughs>